Well, yeah, we don't him. want to make light of it. He he was busy. He was good. He actually was. He did good today. Very proud of him. Of course, he'll be on the call tomorrow night, along with Aaron Morse and our good friend Tyler Farnham, as they will be live, live, live from Fitzpatrick Stadium for the Class A North Regional Final between the Oxford Hills Vikings and the Portland Bulldogs. Oxford Hills Vikings head football coach Mark Soren joins us now. You know, Mark, it's funny. A couple of years ago, I want to say it's two or three years ago, maybe last year, uh, you got, yeah, it was last year. You guys actually won at Fitzpatrick Stadium uh, against Portland to, to start off the year. And now you have another chance to, to win at Fitzpatrick Stadium and then be back there playing, uh, playing the next Saturday. Uh, pretty, pretty big jump for the program. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's been a, a, some small steps as we've gone through this and gotten better kind of every year. And, uh, yeah, you know, that, that sort of the Portland win last year was sort of the next step for us. You know, we, we had beaten some of our old, I guess you'd go on the Pine Tree teams that we came over in the conference with, but we hadn't beaten Portland or Wyndham or Chevrolet. Um And, you know, that was one of those goals that we wanted. And uh, we did that last year. We won at Fitzpatrick. And, yeah, this year, you know, it was different. They beat us at home. And, and now we're traveling down there. And, and it'll be, should be a good game. Let's talk a little bit about last week. Everybody, you know, pretty healthy uh, coming into this week. Everybody, uh, everybody, make it through last week, okay? Yeah, yes, everyone, and we're getting getting other kids back too. So we had one separated shoulder in the Wyndham game. He's back, and it's been nice, you know, with even with Austin Dowdy to have a full week of practice with him. Really, on one day last week, and uh, he looks good. So everyone's back and healthy. Colton has a pretty good arm. Okay, he has a he, for for folks that don't know, Colton Carson is a very good quarterback, and he's got a very strong arm. Does that arm help with wind and conditions? Because a lot of times teams don't throw around this time of year, or teams that do throw have a difficult time because you never know what the weather's going to be like. For example, it's beautiful today, and tomorrow it's supposed to be. We can't tell if it's going to snow, sleet, rain, or do nothing. Um, it could be windy. It might not be windy. But does that does that arm of his allow you? Does, does that allow you to keep a lot of plays in the playbook, even when the weather starts to get a little bit uh, uh, less than optimal? Yes, there's no question. Even even when we played Chevrolet, you know, that was a strange evening because the forecast was 20 mile per hour consistent winds and 40 mile per hour gusts, and then started to pick up right when we're warming up, and then it kind of died down there. I don't know if it's the direction. It was behind the bleachers. I don't know what happened. But that whole week, we knew the wind, well, we figured the wind was going to be bad. And so we knew, and we wanted to throw. We felt we could throw on Chevrolet. And we were like, well, we're gonna, well, this, that short pass game in, no matter what, that's not going to affect Colton. And I was, I was pretty confident we could throw downfield as well. I mean, certainly, I don't think it as much as we may have if there's no wind. But there's no question that helps in planning, you know. And Colton does a nice job even just sort of having a sense of how to throw it in that wind, too. It just sort of has those instincts that we didn't teach him. You know, Coach, there are some things in practice that you can't duplicate. I've always said for a catcher, you can't practice catching foul tips. It's just it's not going to happen. <laughs> and in football, you can practice with a wet ball. You can practice on a muddy field. You, you can't – well, at least I haven't found a way you can figure out how to make wind – Practice so that you can practice in it. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. We, you know, even this Tuesday, um, I was I was really happy it was raining because uh, we. I said all we're going to do is we're going to throw on Tuesday. We you know as far as offensively, we're just going to get back there. And I said I don't want to hear any excuses about the wet balls and catching and throwing and uh, whatever. You know, I said don't worry about your footwork because we're in turf. But if it rains, we're just going to make it happen. But 
you know, the wind, you just you just don't know. I mean, you know, it could be, and this could be from the side. It could be from, you know, behind. If it's behind, at least you can get two quarters that you know you can do stuff. But it's from the side. I think that's even worse. There was there was a play in the Shepherds game where um, we threw a play action and, and JJ Worcester was open over the top, and Colton saw him and threw it to him, and all of a sudden the ball just landed behind him. And I was thinking, what in the world is Colton doing? But it, on the on the sideline when we had uh, twos in, the kids were talking. I was standing next to them, and they said, "Yeah, they said the wind just took it. It hit. It went from you know behind the bleachers." So where there weren't any bleachers, and the wind just took it, and it landed behind them. So, sure. you know, there's not much you can do. You just go out and play. I just say, you know, this is a distraction. Don't worry about it. you got to prioritize. Like, what's more important here, worrying about the wind or just doing what you can do? And these kids do a pretty good job of just doing what you can do. Coach, the way the, the playoffs have been set up these last few years, most of the teams in the playoffs recently have been playing a team a second time. You play them once during that regular season, and then you face them again in the playoffs. Is that an advantage or not? Well, I mean, I think I don't know if it's necessarily an advantage um, because you both saw each other. You know, you both saw what you did. You know, I think you know with this week for us, it was a little easier to see what he's going to do versus our personnel. You know, that that was that one thing. I mean, it, I would say typically Portland always has something that's a little different that they put some, you know, whether it's dropping a lineman into coverage or using an end to cover a receiver or they, or they, they sometimes they, they, they typically just going to take away what they think is your best play. Um, they're not going to let you run it and then you have to beat them doing something else. And, um, you know, watching them that first game, you can, you can kind of get a sense of, of what they think is your best play. And then you try to exploit those things. So, and I'm sure they're doing the same, the same to us, you know, I think, What's nice for us, and I, I, you know, wouldn't say it's not the same for them, but you know, with us, we've got so many different weapons. Um, it's hard to take, even if you know, and Colton clearly is, is probably weapon number one. I mean, but I don't think the kids would necessarily say that. You know, I just think it's he's just tough. But if they take Colton away, you got to stop Parker, and you got to stop Yannick, you got to stop Worcester, and you got to stop Turner. I mean, it's just hard. And they got Bone sure. or Pruitt. I mean, it's just hard to take those away. So we're we're kind of plan to spread that ball around and see what they do and then go attack the things they're given to us. Anything you were able to, is there anything you can glean from the the previous uh, the previous game uh, when you guys played? I mean, you look back on that one, I feel like that game could have gone either way. Um, the the, uh, the touchdown that got called back, I, I thought, ended up being a lot bigger than uh, than we all realized at the time. But uh, you know, that game was pl- pretty close, and, and probably you know either one, it, it could have gone either way at that point. So I feel like there's probably a lot you can glean from it because I don't feel like either one of you, I don't feel like either you or Jim were hiding much from each other at that point. No, I think we're both both trying to win. You know, both find a way to put points on the board, and you know we did ours with big plays. They did theirs with long, sustained drives. Um, you know, I'm sure that they're probably going to look at that option a little bit and see how they want to defend it. You know, we certainly got to look at toss and see if that's going to be the thing or if it's going to be an inside one that they want to view on us. Um, you know, their quarterback isn't too tall, so it's tough for them to throw from under center. But they're they can run from the spread. They've had some success doing that as well, and he's pretty accurate. I think he has the highest completion percentage in the uh, in the league. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there was anything there that anyone was trying to hide, just trying to put those kids out and let them make plays. Talking with Oxford Hills head football coach Mark Soren. 
Eighth grade, you know, this isn't just a, a lot of people get concerned about these like, oh, well, Ox- Oxford Hills has made it to a state title game or been on the state title game since 99 and da, 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 da. Well, you've got another crew, you know, the the youth programs. I mean, the, the stuff that you guys do over there is so in sync. Your eighth grade program uh, won an eighth grade championship yesterday as well. So, and I think, I believe if I remember correctly, this class also won the eighth grade championship too. Am I correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. In fact, the that eighth grade crew reminds me a lot of, of our senior class now. Um, just kids, you know, my son happens to be on that eighth grade, that eighth grade team as well. And so I, I just find, I just like asking him about how he felt about certain situations. You know, I think like with the crew that I have as seniors, you know, it's interesting that this week doesn't feel any different than any week we've ever had. You know, it doesn't feel like they're playing, oh, we're playing championship. No, they don't. It's just, a, it's a, it's a game and you got to go out and you got to play the game and, that eighth grade crew is a lot like that, you know. I, my son didn't. I mean, I think he cared, but it's just a football game, and they're going to go out and he's going to do whatever he can do to win. They were down in in the play-in game, fourteen nothing at one point, and they end up winning, of course. And I asked him, "How'd you feel about being down fourteen nothing?" He goes, well, "I don't know, nothing." You know, it's just that, like at that point, you just I think that they believe in their themselves and they believe in their teammates and they believe that they can go score and stop teams. And I and I get that's the same thing with these seniors. You know, they just. They played in so many big games. I mean, they played in their regional championship last year in baseball. They played high playoff games before. They played in national championships in Babe Ruth. I mean, basketball tournament games. You know, they they just love being a part of these these situations. You know, they they trained so they could be in this game. You know, it's not like this big big thing in their mind. This is what they expected to do and expected to be a part of. And it's really been fairly refreshing because as a coach and having been on the other end of things for so long, it's you get lost a little bit in it, you know. You get like you start worrying a little bit about this and that, and you, and you realize the kids aren't nervous; they just want to play. They're excited; they just can't wait to be a part of it. And I'm like, all right, that's how I should feel. I just feel excited <laughs> to be a part of it and want yeah. to go out and have some fun. Okay, good model for me. Thank you. We really appreciate it's that. Good. It's a good thing on yeah. that. That's good. Feel like your uh, your coaching staff, uh, your assistant coaches, uh, are probably you know is should get be getting as much credit as the players at this point, and I'm sure they never get enough. It's like offensive linemen, offensive linemen never get enough credit either. <laughs> no, the staff is phenomenal. I mean, uh, Nate Danforth won assistant coach of the year for the North this year. You know, he does an incredible job. That um, you know, you, you just know the kids believe in what he brings out to them every day. I heard the kids saying. You know, talking about other games, they're like, yeah, Coach will have a game plan for us to stop them. You know, just as a matter of fact. You know, whatever Coach puts out there, they believe in it, um, and they do it. And it's not just that. The assistants have been around a long time. Some of them have been in the in the youth program, you know, coming up. Um, and they just they put in an incredible amount of time um, there. In fact, my whole staff was at the eighth grade game last night. You know, they just they don't have to be there. They don't. I'm the only one that has a kid in there. Um and they all came down to watch. You know, it's just something they just love being a part of it. They're, they're, you know, green and gold. They bleed it, and um, and they just do an incredible job. Talking to Mark Soren, he is the head football coach for the Oxford Hills Vikings. They will be in action on Friday night against the Portland Bulldogs. It'll be a seven o'clock kickoff. And you can watch that game on the MBR Facebook page, and uh, you can listen to it on 96.9 AM 1450. Coach, thanks for uh, taking some of your prep period to uh, talk to us. Good luck tomorrow night, and we'll see you down there. Thanks, guys. Good talking. Take care, Coach. Thank you, Coach. That's Mark Soren. He is the Oxford Hills Vikings head football coach. Talking to him today on the B-List.